Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Today for the meditation of the scriptures, let us open the Bibles and turn to Psalm 67. Psalm 67 is a psalm that praises God for all his blessings as well as it's a prayer to the Lord that his blessings will overflow from out of Israel and enter into the realm of the Gentiles, especially that his salvation will be known among the Gentiles. Now this was a part of God's covenant with Abraham and we know that blessing is a gift from God that glorifies his name and it is the will of God that all nations and all peoples here on this earth experience him as God and experience his blessings as well. Now the blessing of God comes to the whole earth in the following stages. Initially in verses 1 to 2 we see that it is a blessing that is personally experienced by the people of Israel. And in verses 3 to 5, we see that the nations shall experience eventually that the blessing that the Lord bestows upon them. And finally, we see in verses 6 to 7, the mighty harvest that comes from the Lord as the blessing upon all nations and all peoples. As we go through each of these sections of the psalm, my prayer is that the Lord will speak to us and speak into our hearts. Let us look at the first two verses. The word says, May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us that your way may be known on earth and your saving power among all the nations. Dearly beloved, when we look at this particular section, it is about blessing that falls on Israel. And in some ways, this prayer is a rewording of the high priestly prayer that we read in the book of Numbers, chapter 6, verses 24 to 26. And it was one of the most favorite prayers of the nation of Israel where God blesses them. And we see that the expression that is used here meant to make his face shine upon us, be gracious to us. All these are reflective of the glory of God that is rising on the nation of Israel. And truly, the glory of the nation of Israel was the glory of God that was accompanying them. We see that it was a part, an important part of the heritage of Israel. It is the glory of the Lord that led them through the wilderness. It was the glory of God that rested on the tabernacle whenever the nation camped and it was the favor of God that was shining upon them at the height of Israel's blessing. And we know that the loss of glory meant judgment because we see when the glory departs, there is a serious judgment that happens. The wars are lost. Israel is only strong as long as the glory of God is with them. And we see in the prophetical books that prophet Ezekiel, he watches the glory depart before the temple was eventually destroyed. And from a new covenant perspective, we see that the people of God today have the glory of God within us. And in everything that we do, the godly character that we have, the good works that we do and the ministry that we do will eventually reveal that glory to the entire world. The will of God is that Israel was to be a, a light to the entire nations, a light and a blessing to the nations. And we see that in some ways that has actually happened because it, it is through Israel that the, through the Jews and through Israel that we received the one true living God. We received the word of God through Israel. We received the son of God, Jesus Christ, and the savior of the world through Israel. And here, the initial two verses talk about the fact that it is because the glory has risen on Israel that eventually his way may be known on earth and his saving power may be known among all the nations. And we have to thank God for his plan of blessing that he gave to Abraham, that through him all nations will indeed be blessed. And the first part of the psalm talks about that personal blessing. Here, I want to stress on that one word, that your way may be known on earth. 
the word known is very significant and important because it means a personal experiential near knowledge not a theoretical knowledge not something that is afar off but a real knowledge of god as our savior and lord and that is what the next section of the psalms come to the second part of the psalm talks about the nations praising the one true living god the psalm reads like this let the peoples praise you o god let all the peoples praise you let the nations be glad and sing for joy for you judge the peoples with equity and guide the nations upon the earth let the peoples praise you o god let all the peoples praise you we see that these three verses form the heart of the psalm and the focus is on the gentile nations and the people groups that are worshiping and praising the one true living god of israel now historically there have been always nations and peoples who have conspired to dethrone the lord and they do not want any of his ways as we read in psalm 2 but truly there comes a day when all the nations will come to the mountain of the lord and worship the god of jacob as we read in isaiah chapter 2 we understand that this is a prayer that the psalmist is making before the lord that his ways shall be known to the people who are surrounding this earth the nations shall indeed uh come to the lord and worship him the psalmist prays like this let the nations be glad let the peoples praise you let your name be known on this earth and that indeed needs to be our prayer as well for this is the equivalent of the new testament prayer which says your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven one may wonder when this eventuality will actually occur may the peoples praise you when will this occur this is going to happen when jesus christ shall establish his kingdom and he shall judge the people with justice and equity and he shall guide and shepherd the nations in the ways of the lord and we see that as of now there is no king that is there in israel today and the nations of the world are doing what they please but all that is going to change when we read in revelation chapter 11 verses 15 when the kingdoms of the world finally belong to jesus christ every worship shall be made to the one true living god and then the nations shall praise the lord and the lord shall be glorified in the midst of the nations and that brings us to the last part of the psalm which focuses on the harvest of the lord the psalm reads like this the earth has yielded its increase god our god shall bless us god shall bless us let all the ends of the earth fear him now one may wonder that the terminology that is used here why is the psalmist talking about the earth yielding its increase it has got two senses here number one the increase of the earth was a promise that god had given to the nation of israel his physical blessing that was given to israel the second aspect is the increase of the spiritual blessing that the entire nations shall experience through the evangelistic and the missional ministry of the church of god and we see here that the blessing that he would send to israel would be a witness to the nations that are surrounding them because when they are blessed the others will know what a joy it is to serve the one true living god and be blessed in turn as well and we see that it is not just a one way blessing that we are talking about but also when israel disobeys the lord he would withhold the rain he would withhold the harvest and that would put israel to shame before the gentile nations because ultimately god wants his glory to be revealed to the nations not just in the blessing but also in the fact that there is something to be feared in the lord who cannot be dealt with in a casual manner 
and when israel as a nation departed from the lord the glory of the lord went away from israel the favor of the lord was lost and the israel was no better than any of the gentile nations indeed it was made much worse it was made as a shame and here we see that the eventual purpose of god is that all nations that are surrounding israel and all the nations in this world should finally come to a point of worshiping praising god and fearing him for we who are living in the new covenant times having known the lord and savior jesus christ it is a, an application for us it's a promise for us that as we obey the lord as we pray to the lord as we trust in him he shall provide exactly what we need and all the people who are around us the unsaved people will see that he cares for us see his dealings with us and this will give us an opportunity to witness to them about the lord and savior jesus what we read here in verse 6 is talking about not only a literal harvest but also a spiritual harvest because the word of god reminds us john chapter 4 verse 34 to 38 the lord himself says the harvest is plentiful the harvest truly is plentiful dearly beloved and as we walk in the will of god as we walk in the purposes of god the lord shall give us opportunities to tell the others who do not know him about the lord and savior jesus christ so that through us through the word of god that goes forth definitely all the people will come to know jesus as lord and savior and they indeed shall be blessed by knowing him thus it is the will of god that he wants to bless the nations through his people through israel through his church and that all the peoples every person here on this earth it is his desire and will that we should trust him and obey him and fear him and worship him this is the message that the lord wants to speak to us through this psalm may the lord continue to bless us and edify us through the meditation of the scriptures